Hello and welcome to Confidently Wrong, a show by regular dudes talking with confidence about content we have no right to speak about with any kind of authority, but do it anyway. I'm Wesley Nakamura, and as always, I'm joined by Mike Smith, award-winning director Brian Redondo, and Savon Jones, aka Captain Vani. This is episode 46, and we share what we're loving, and then declaratively declare a winner in the battle between the battling next-gen consoles. I'm confident that it's going to be the best show you've ever listened to, and well, hey, if it's not, you can always ask us for a refund. Uh, on this show, I'm kind of excited because we're going to do kind of a lot of small different segments here. So the first one is our tried and true, what we're loving. Uh, Mike, start us off. What are you loving this week in the world of Mike? I haven't really been loving anything particularly. Um, are you capable you know, of love? <laughs> not anymore. Oh, sure. I, I think the, the darkness inside of my heart is kind of limiting my ability to experience emotion <laughs> on either end of the spectrum, which, you know, that can be kind of cool depending on who you ask. Um, but what I will say is is I've been, spe- I don't know, I've just been bored with the video games. Like none of the shows have really been speaking to me. So essentially all I've been doing is reading Dune and watching Seinfeld. Um <laughs> It sounds like a dark place, actually. (laughs) Again, depends on who you ask. (laughs) Um, What I will say is, you know, there's a lot of Seinfeld. I have a really bad personality trait where when I binge a show, it starts to kind of seep into my own personality. (laughs) Seinfeld is not people you want to emulate. You know, Seinfeld, what I've realized, it's just like the... It's friends mixed with it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> They're all bad people just navigating like regular 30 something problems. Um, so I am getting a little dewy. So I'm going to have to chase this with something after. I don't know what's what's a, a very not dewy. Like I'm going to have. Oh, Martin. Not make, I'm not Martin. Make, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just released um, on HBO Plus, y'all. I do really like Seinfeld. Like, if you're someone that likes Curb Your Enthusiasm, Seinfeld is a fantastic binge because it's a show about nothing. The episodes don't really connect at all, largely. So, like, you're never missing anything if you fall asleep or zone out. Seinfeld is is a great show for vibing. Um, and that's kind and of you what, never watched Seinfeld before? No, I did, but, out? you know. Because you were, like, a four-year-old? Yeah, with my parents when I was negative 24, obviously. <laughs> um, I remember, no, I remember like a lot of the iconic bits and, um, but I've never just like properly sat and watched all the way through it. It's finally on Netflix now. So I did that. They like remastered it, which is kind of weird with some of the older shows. Um, but yeah. It's a good show. It's kind of just a vibe. It's not too serious. My favorite little anecdote about Seinfeld is that when they were making it, they were just two rules. It was that no lessons learned at the end and no hugging, which is just kind of, again, my emotional availability is really just that. Um, no. And, and, and it was like, this is just like friends. I'm like, it's like friends if they were all garbage people and like they, they didn't learn anything and just like weren't nice 
people and generally. It's true to life. <laughs> yeah, especially the New York experience, as I'm sure you could probably co-sign there. So, you know, very Jeez. lukewarm. What we're, It's more what we're liking this week, but... Um, what we're doing. We what we're yeah, doing. Well, yeah. What is happening? What is happening in my life that I don't feel particularly in control of? Wearing sweatpants and comfies. And yeah, I'm a big. It's <laughs> sitting in the dark. Speaking of New York, I'm pretty sure uh, How to with John Wilson uh, just said that they're going to do a season yeah, two. Yeah, season so two, baby, November twenty something. That will be Mark my what calendars. we're loving. Yeah, that is that is going to be a, a straight binge. Visionary. Um, that's what see, I like. Heard. It takes something Visionary. like John Wilson to make me really feel anything. <laughs> um, so I am excited for that. Sounds good. Brian, what you into? So uh, I'm not a, a heavy gamer like the rest of you all are. Um, but sometimes a game just really grabs me and I, I got to get deep into it. Um, so the game that has taken over my life for the past couple weeks. Uh, and one that like I'm constantly thinking about, uh, you know, I'm like spending time during the day just like wondering how I figure things out. It's this game called Outer Wilds. Uh, and that's not to be confused with the game Outer Worlds, uh, which, uh, you know, is also a, a space theme game. Outer Wilds and Outer Worlds are both space themed, <laughs> unfortunately. But two very, very different games. Um, Outer Wilds, the reason why I got into this game, I should say, is thanks to Mike, because his Deathloop recommendation really like captivated me. And I don't have a PS5. So I was like, damn, I can't play the Deathloop game. Um, I found out that there is another time loop game, and that game is Outer Wilds. And moreover, you know, as I was like, researching this game i was like oh it's about space exploration and there's no combat and no violence and it's it's kind of puzzly like sign me up and so like Snooze i bought it fest. immediately <laughs> no combat no combat that's no my violence. favorite zero violence it's it's an actual first person game that i can play <laughs> like like i'm not you don't worried need to about aim turning at anything. the corner <laughs> but yeah. but you have magic powers obviously right no, that's that is the crazy part about this game. You're just a Outer dude. Wilds. <laughs> <laughs> I can live my real life like you that. Why don't you play a game? You're just a dude. <laughs> You're just a dude. You can do almost nothing in this game. Like your character <laughs> has like no abilities. There's there's no weapons, no guns, no magic. He just has his like spacesuit, which has rocket boosters and like thrusts, so you can navigate like three-dimensional space and zero gravity space um so like i mean all of that is is well and good but what really makes this game phenomenal is that it captures it captures space exploration in like a way that no other game has like ever before like if you guys are familiar with no man's sky that game is all is is pretty effing cool right because it's it's like procedurally generated planets and there's like eight quintillion literally eight quintillion planets that you can travel to in the game and go and explore and 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 you know look at the flora and fauna of all these places and catalog it whatever outer wilds is no man's sky but make it like chill and riveting at the same time so that means that it's only six planets in a single solar system um and 
you know, there's like a few moons and, and space stations, right? And those planets are kind of small. So you're exploring these places that are kind of similar to like Super Mario Galaxy size or Little Prince size planets, but each one of them contains like these crazy mysteries. And so what you're trying to do in the game is you're this you're this alien exploring why this other alien civilization died out long ago. Um, and you're stuck in a time loop because at the end of 22 minutes, the sun in your solar system is going to go supernova and destroy everything. So uh, cool. you're basically exploring each one of these planets, trying to figure out what that ancient civilization had already figured out and, and trying to like use some of their technology, learn what they learned. Um, and and try to f get yourself out of the time loop and, and save the universe in a way. Um, so, like, what makes it amazing, though, is that each one of these planets has something bizarre going on from a astronomical sense. So I'll give you a, a few examples. Like, one planet has a, has a black hole at the center of the planet while the planet is getting pelted by meteors coming from its own moon and destroying the surface of the planet. So like the ground is breaking underneath you as you're trying to explore it, and you don't want to get sucked into that black hole that's at the center of it. Another planet is covered in water and has like massive cyclones that are roving around the entire planet getting in your way, and they're lifting off bo land bodies out of the sky and projecting them off into space uh, because of the cyclones and the gravity is so crazy. So, like, all these planets feel very kind of wildly interstellar-like, uh, the, the classic Christopher Nolan movie. Um, so e each one ha is governed by their own rules and different things going on, and you got to get the timing right to figure out what the next step is or, or like, what the next thing to navigate is um, because, you know, things are going to happen differently or at different stages of, of, of that 22-minute window, like, Sometimes, you know, spaces will be revealed or spaces will be covered or spaces will be destroyed um, at certain times uh, of that time loop. And you're just trying to figure it all out. And the game doesn't give you any handholding. This is not a Wesley Nakamura game. Uh, <laughs> like, there is no suggestion of where you should go. Do you totally roam free around the entire around that entire solar system? And you're just trying to figure out how each thing connects to something else you found on this planet on that planet and then by learning the story of the in, this ancient civilization that died out you figure out like oh that's what that thing is on that planet that i found uh you know like they left some technology there and like oh that's what you do with it. and that helps you figure out like when to go visit this other planet and and it's just like this incredible uh unraveling story about about this 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 universe and and what's happening to it and and why the ancient explorers died out and uh how you can prevent that from happening to your own uh alien race uh, so it's just like super phenomenal i'm gonna say this for me is like a game of a generation like it truly is like, there's nothing else like oh. this game wow whoa so yeah. you really you can't kill anybody we're loving no guns you cannot kill anybody but you can die <laughs> and you do die a lot in this game like there are times where i'll be like flying to a planet and then i'll just get hit by like space debris or a moon <laughs> out of nowhere that i did not see 
and like your cockpit just like dislodges from the shuttle and starts spiraling around uh like in the movie gravity so like if if you're into any of those movies like if you're into gravity the martian interstellar like this this game like kind of combines vibes from all those movies so it's it's just phenomenal Brian, I just pulled up, uh, I typed in and Googled on YouTube and all that Brittle Hollow and looked up some gameplay footage. I was, I apologize for laughing earlier when you said that there's no combat <laughs> and saying couldn't be me in Snooze Fest. I'm sorry. <laughs> I pulled up some brief footage and just kind of put it on hyperspeed and just saw it looks amazing. The art style it's looks amazing. beautiful. It looks like it's an actual platformer puzzle type game. It's giving me almost portal vibes. Ooh, I oh, love yeah, yeah, Portal. It's very much like Portal. It's Portal. Yeah. It gives me big Portal. So it's one of those types well, of games. Well, Portal where... 2. I don't think I played Portal 1. But, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those games where it's not violent, but it's I do not. I do thinking. not apologize. That sounds boring as hell. <laughs> nah, it looks super zen and atmospheric. I totally get how you could just like. That's definitely going to be survived. You lose and, yourself in this game. I could, I could see it. That's a, that's a dope. I, I respect that. That's, 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 that's fire, son. This is going to be like the start of Savam putting like 200 hours into this game. He's got to do his My Career first. Yeah, I'm too busy sweating on 2K and yeah, He's Apex. too busy running the Pelicans <laughs> into the ground. <laughs> I mean, Mike, it's like real life. if you play this game, it will instill with you the childlike wonder and awe that is missing from your heart. Maybe I need to go in the boring direction because I'm just overstimulating myself with the hope of something working, but... Yeah, maybe being, Enough like, killing, a, maybe being like a space janitor is the move. Is is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> a space I don't understand how you couldn't see the moon coming, but it does sound pretty awesome. Um, I, I mean, it hit me from behind, I, what I man. will say is you're welcome that. And I've never had me to be described as anything I've ever done as captivating. But if my death loop review was captivating, <laughs> then you're welcome that this led you to Outer <laughs> Thank Wilds. You. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> and another thing. So now the thing Wesley's about to do is another thing I suggested. So I'm just the heart and soul of of the content we take in. Which is about as much of a positive impact as I could expect to have on someone. <laughs> so uh, I checked out Arcane this week on Netflix. They're doing three episodes per week, uh, which actually I feel like is a great speed for me. Um, you get the kind of bingeability of, you know, you can watch a few shows in a row, but it's going to last a little bit longer, right? Like Squid Game, you know, you could watch that in a couple days and it's already done. Like nobody's talking about Squid Game anymore. It's played out. It's done. But like if you release three episodes at a time and maybe you have a 12 episode season, you can get four weeks of of kind of being in the thing and you have something to look forward to next week. But you, get <laughs> you some sound of- like someone trying to quit smoking. <laughs> <laughs> but you get some of the binginess of, you know, a traditional Netflix release. So uh, I actually really like this. It also, you know, then you just also can't sit there and watch seven in a row, like and waste your whole day. Like you can actually just, hey, I'm watching two at a time. They're there. I enjoyed it. And then I can move on with my day because there's nothing else that you can watch on that one. Anyways. Wes, Wes, <laughs> it's called self-control, buddy. Oh, yeah. like the time this is why, for people's pets. This is why I cannot lose any weight or, you know, I have no self-control. I just, I ate, what did I eat? I ate like six donuts yesterday. Like they're just sitting Jesus. on the counter oh and I wouldn't God. stop. It was, you don't it was terrible. You don't <laughs> but then would i be able to stop that i feel like maybe i'd go a oh, little bit Jesus, overboard with that. Head West, <laughs> no that but i'm saying like God that's damn. like 
<laughs> like, that, like, that's acceptable maybe if you're just absolutely blitzed, but you can't be out here sober just throwing back six donuts. Sugar, sugar is my drug of choice, guys. Let me tell you. That's, sugar is a drug. Oh, man. Facts. Okay, so I'm watching Arcane. It's based on League of Legends, which I know nothing about. I've, I, I've, I know that it's a game. I know that you can have competitive, like, esports with it, but that's all I know. It, it doesn't really matter to me. So, Arcane, uh, the premise of this particular show is really like a lot of other shows it's kind of like uh it feels a lot like Korra and a little bit like airbender in that there's like an underworld um situation where like the 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 have nots kind of all live in this one area and it's it's clear that like they resent the the those who have like the hunger games you know kind of living in the capital city who live what they call in the above ground or top side or whatever um, and that's where all the rich people live and they make all the decisions and, and there's sort of some kind of truce that exists now between the two worlds, even though they, uh, it's not two worlds, it's two sections of the same city. Um, and, and there's some kind of truce because they used to have a lot of fighting apparently. And, and so now there's kind of, it's been a long time where they've had this truce, but now there's sort of to be some disruptions in that, in that kind of, um, stalemate that they've had. So, um, the first couple episodes, actually, I, I kind of didn't love it. I thought the first one was cool in the beginning. It had a great opening high sequence. Um, and then you kind of get to know a little bit of the characters. They're, they're younger kids, um, you know, maybe in their teens, something like that. Uh, and you get a sense of who they are. And then it kind of slows down a little bit. There's kind of like this whole situation where they're kind of being, being um, tracked by the police. And so they're kind of in hiding. And so there's not a lot happening. And then, uh, so I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to stick with it, but I was like, ah, oh, let me just watch one more. And by the end of the third episode, I was like, oh, this is going to turn on its head. And I think where they're going with the next few episodes, they're going to time jump, I think, into the future a little bit. And they're setting up this conflict between two people who um, were very close together and sort of they felt betrayed by each other. Um, so we'll see where that goes. I think that's kind of be a good they they basically did, you know, like the Anakin Obi-Wan relationship, but they did it in a less whiny way it just like happened and you're like oh dang like that's okay now i know where this is going and then they're just gonna time jump forward and we're gonna see like them be antagonists to each other i think um so that was pretty cool i know that was a long bit but i also wanted to just oh brian go ahead i was just gonna say wes that uh even though i'm ragging on you for not having self-control <laughs> i have no self-control uh, I, I i have binged <laughs> every available episode of arcane already and I am i right is that it's, where it's going it's, we're going to yes okay. ab- ab- absolutely i mean they telegraph it yeah and it's i mean i'm i'm on board this this show is like pretty awesome it gets better every the episode. visuals are great what do you, had either of y'all heard it before i said anything i just saw that it was available and i had checked it out that the art was cool but i hadn't like actually watched it i saw a trailer just before you texted me so i'm not going to give you credit on that one. <laughs> Okay, fine. I don't know. I'll give you. Cr- I'll give you credit. Fine. I, I was. I. I think I hadn't watched the trailer until you kind of like sent it. So I was like, oh, I ch- I'll check that out. The I the haven't art- watched the show, but I'm glad that y'all have. Uh, Brian, did you like the art style? I think it's pretty cool. It's like a little bit different than stuff I've seen before. Oh yeah, yeah. It's totally original. It definitely looks like World of Warcraft, Hearthstone, League of Legends, whatever. Like really high quality. It looks like really high quality cutscenes, but for like a 40 minute episode, mm. every episode. All right. What Would I, I like this show? Yes. I think so. Yeah. All I know about League Absolutely. is that it's just, I was just talking about it the other day. It's from the most toxic, yeah. salt inducing 
experiences ever. Every league player I know hates league. This ha- this doesn't have anything to do with the game though, exactly. Like there's nothing about like combat or anything like that. There's not a competition. It's literally you're just right now at least we're just following these people and like watching them like try and survive in this pretty difficult situation that they're finding themselves in. So it's that type of world but not the video game part, just the world and lore. That's what it seems like. Yeah, yeah I think Mike would be into of it. World building. Yeah, okay. there's like Yeah, I do think Mike would be into it because there is world building. They're like trying to introduce like this idea that like magic shouldn't exist, but like somebody's kind of trying to pursue it as like a like a science thing almost. So it's, you know, it's got that sort of airbendery kind of idea and core idea to it. Um, I don't know. They have like engineering and technology too, right? Like the the whole I thought the whole thing with League is that there's magic, but there's also like space people too. Is this one of those where it's just we haven't met any space people? Yes. Yeah, it's like kind of steampunky mix with magic. Um, I think in League of Legends, right, they do it just because it's like cool for combat, but it makes sense the way that they introduce all these ideas in context of the world. All right, Mike said I have to skip my rant against Love Hard. Let me just tell you, it sucks. Don't watch it. It's terrible. It's for incels. Don't watch it. Savan. Well, we're getting another rant right now. All so right. we're not going to be. It's horrible. Today. Oh my God. I hated it so much. <laughs> Yeah, so I was going to do my what I'm loving about how I started watching Community and how it's really funny and the whole Jeff and thing is creepy and I don't know why they're doing that. I was going to talk about that. Instead, I'm going to complain and rant about the Midwestern winters. I guess it's not even winter yet. It's like I say it's still autumn that I am adjusting to. So for people who don't know, I'm from New Orleans. I've lived there my entire life. I only recently moved to Detroit. Who that? In like July, and I knew it would get cold, but I'm just experiencing it, experiencing it firsthand now, and just I knew I was gonna be kind of hit hard by it, but damn, I am getting hit hard by it. I've had to just revamp all of my clothing. I had to buy so many pairs of just thermals. Like I'm wearing just a thermal fit right now, just black <laughs> bodysuits essentially. More a thermal so- onesie? Is that what you? <laughs> it's not a Does onesie. It have a it's, a two, it's a two piece. No, no, no. It's not the old Farmer John with the you know the cartoon dude with the red long johns. No, not no booty flap. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Why but not? Because I'm not that old school yet. We'll see. You but are, but it's it's, it's not cold. In this one case. There was a day last week where it was like, I don't know, 29 degrees or low 30s, and I just shut down as a person. There was ice on my windshield, and I was just a helpless child. I just sat in my car (laughs) and just put the heat on and just waited. (laughs) And it was, I'm struggling, y'all. And I'm wondering the hubris of people thinking, oh, yeah, we'll just set up a civilization here where it just gets. freezing everything freezes over ice falls out the sky it's like now nah, we're good wait till uh, i tell you about building a civilization in the swamp yeah you know <laughs> without air conditioning it, they did it and, without air conditioning what were they thinking oh my god and you know, really know. Or maybe but this is maybe just one of those the devil you know like hey i've experienced the hubris of building on a swamp <laughs> so i get it i've never seen this nonsense so <laughs> All of this to say, all of this to say, we did have to pause so you could go outside and look at the snow. Yeah, it's snowing right now. And this is Is gorgeous. Maybe two or three times in New Orleans in my life. But as they can probably say, that barely counts as snow, really. Right now, it is straight up snowing. And this is the first time I've seen it. And I've just had the windows open, staring out like a 
like a cat you know it's a cat that doesn't go outside <laughs> when it started you look like a kid on christmas yeah. oh dude like, it was pretty insane he was excited and it sucks because the snow is beautiful but i know it's gonna be awful and i also know that i, I gotta go i gotta leave the house today i got stuff to do I was going to say, you should go outside and experience the fresh snow. Like, that's actually the best time to experience it. Cause that's when the it, only good yeah, time to when experience When it starts it. to do the, like, half-melty thing or it gets all dirty, then it's not Ugh. fun to look at. And you got to yeah, try to like, But it takes, like, 15 minutes to even get dressed to leave the house. <laughs> I live in an apartment building, so I got to go, like, down on the ninth floor. It's, it's going to take you longer to tie tennis shoes to your, or tennis rackets to the bottom of your shoe. <laughs> What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? Don't do that. Oh my Don't do god. That. Yeah. And then, so oh all god. all of this all of this to say, I am loving getting to experience new weather, but hating that I have to plan through the logistics of being able to stay warm, and also want to have a social life and leave my home and be outside. So Fair. wish me and it's not winter yet, which is the worst part. People are saying, <laughs> I bought a coat. They say, Oh, Savon, that's a nice coat. Yeah, look, you got a good coat for the autumn. What are you gonna get for the winter? Excuse me. <laughs> so apparently I they say that's good for the twenties, but it might get into the teens Ooh. or even the negative. So are you ready Ooh. for that? I'm like, no. Anything below 30 is real harsh, man. So yeah, that's that's no yeah. fun. So be careful yeah, when you're driving though, yo, on the snow. That's that's no joke. I mean, I have to drive regularly for my job. I have like four different places that I have to spend time at between. So I'm going to have to learn how to drive in the snow. So it's going to be a really fun couple. If you start skidding, don't slam on the brakes, Savon. See, exactly. Like I play Grand Theft Auto. If things go wrong, the first thing I do is slam on the brakes. <laughs> That's my instinct. Like, oh, shit going ass up. Do they? I don't know. I never really, really like drove and lived in a cold um, environment. I know they make something called snow tires. Is that an option for Zavon? Does he need to get those? Or is that like optional? People told me I don't need them here. They said you won't need it. Okay. All right. But I don't know. They could tell me anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even I don't <laughs> know. So Better start putting those chains on those tires. Oh, man. Yeah. Chains are such a pain. Wait, excuse me? I've Chain. never experienced that. <laughs> chains are these uh, metal like lace things you like wrap around your tires. So it gives your tire more traction in the snow. It's, oh, okay. it's, a, it's a pain. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and someone already told me I got an email from my apartment building saying, hey, we're going to have a plow service come through, yada, yada. I'm like, oh, bet. Okay. That's fire. Nice. They also say, someone also told me, hey, make sure you get a shovel because the plow is going to put all the snow up on your car, so you still got to... So now I'm going to have to leave my apartment would, early. Can we, like, yes, to do yes. can we film you shoveling and like sell it? I feel like people <laughs> would pay money for that. I, that's an NFT, right? You yeah, would see yeah. the most upset, angry, because... I gotta be at school, so I have to get up early. Just to, I'm already like mad. Like I gotta just do labor and get up early just to leave this MF. <laughs> like man, this is some bull if I ever seen it. So get ready for the Savon Winter Salt Chronicles. And, uh, <laughs> I'm looking yeah. forward to it. 100%. For our listeners, for my people in the South, you know, in the warm places, uh, you know, be happy. I guess for that, for my Northerners who are used to this nonsense, any tips you want to give me, or if you want to just laugh, go for it. I'm here all. <laughs> You know, I'm here for the long haul. Text, text Savon, you're surviving the winter tips. Yeah, um, text me how y'all do this, Ness. Let's move on to a really short thing. Um, November 12th uh, just passed a couple of days ago, and that marks the one-year anniversary of the botched PS5 uh, release in which 
a couple of retailers sort of Boxed. went live when they weren't supposed to, and then uh, and then it all like sold out. And then remember, yeah. we were all sitting on Target like a bunch of schmucks. Yeah, and and he's <laughs> a schmuck. <laughs> Mike Mike had his uh he he downloaded some sort of like script that automated him like adding it to his cart. I mean, all and these things didn't were even work. Didn't work. It didn't even work. Anyways, we've had one year. So where do we stand, boys? On the one year into the life of the PS Five. Um, I only wanted Brian and Mike to answer this one. We'll get Savan's take on the next question. Brian, where do we stand? Uh, where do we stand? I'm still PS5 list. That's where we stand. <laughs> like, I have an empty space on my like TV console. Oh, I thought you meant in PS5. your heart. I was like, that is in not his there. Heart. Oh, oh that's literally like that fairly odd parents meme where it's like, this is where I put my trophy <laughs> if, if I, I have, have one. one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly how it feels. You know, I get a text from Wes like once a month where he's like, yo, bro, like you, you follow this link. They're going to put out PS5. Yeah, so that's how you do drop. it. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, here we go again. <laughs> get ready for some disappointment. <laughs> and it happens every single time. The bots <laughs> the most recent, are undefeated. The most recent one, I went from being like two minute wait in the virtual queue to suddenly going to an hour long wait in the virtual queue. I'm like. How did that even happen? And then I was like clicking the add to cart button and it just like didn't work. It was it was terrible. And that's been what it's been like all year in this one year period. Um, but you know what? To be honest with you, you know, even though that space for a PS5 is collect- collecting dust, <laughs> I kind of don't care still. Right. Like there isn't anything that I'm dying to play. There's not like a must have game. The only thing that I'm really interested in is Deathloop. Um, and without it, uh, I arrived at Outer Wilds. So I'm good right now. I'm good. That is not what I thought you were going to say. But <laughs> the respect. Mike? Um, I think Savon you know, can speak more eloquently to this than I can because Savon uses his p- play PS5 more than I do, just as like a general gaming thing. Um. What I will say, and I guess I was going to kind of say this with my next question, but I'm just going to say it now. The We are vastly underestimating how bad the PS4 first year was. So I'm just going to list a couple games here for the PS5. We'll talk about games we got this year, and then we'll talk about games, the PS4 games, and then Savon can just talk about kind of what it's actually been like owning and using this console for just general games. So PS5, we got Spider-Man Miles Morales. We got Spider-Man re- Remastered. Astro's Playroom with a tiny, but it came with it, and it was a, a cool ex, you know, demo of the technology. We got the Demon Souls remake. We got Returnal. We got Ratchet and Clank. Ghost of Tsushima was obviously a PS4 game, but it was just so elevated on PS5, I feel like you, you do have to consider that. Kana Bridge of Spirits, Deathloop. Um, 2K. And that's pretty much it in terms of really dope games. There's a bunch of smaller, shittier ones, you know, Bug Snack, Sackboy, okay. things like that. 2K. I don't really count sports, but yeah. Call of Duty. Also. Here, here are the PS4 games. We have Killzone Shadowfall. We have Knack. <laughs> and we have Infamous Second Son and The Last of Us Remastered. 
those are the PS4 first gear release games. Like we are in such a better spot with this um, than we were with the previous console generation. But still, I mean, I think Brian has a very valid point. I don't think there's there's been a few like really really like awesome games that have you know when we talked about you know before the console was even released, we talked about the, the ability the hardware is going to have for the creative process and what you can do with games. Ratchet and Clank did that, obviously. Returnal did that. Demon Souls did that visually. Um, Spider Man was cross gen, so it didn't really do that at all. Kena also kind of did that graphically. Um, but we haven't really had a massive game that is. Obviously, no one's going to push the PS5 until the end of its life cycle. But we've only really kind of like gotten a taste of what it's capable of. And those tastes have been fantastic. So all of this to say, I think we stand in a decent spot. I think the goddamn microchip stuff is just absolutely staining this. Same with the pandemic. So I think I'm in a very different place in Savon because I'm just fully on this for those kind of, you know, exclusives, first person, not first person, single player kind of pushing this, the the hardware. But Savon, I know, and I've given him a lot of flack for this, kind of views his PS5 in a very different way. Mm-hmm. That's me passing it off to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was collecting yeah. his thoughts. Yeah, collecting no. his thoughts. So I think in terms of the games coming out part, Mike, you, hit the, you already hit the nail on the head on that. Uh, I think part of this, and I, I kind of look at the PS5 situation through the same lens as the way I look at like a lot of these Marvel shows and productions where the pandemic made stuff harder and... You just have to contextualize all your games within that lens. So even now, we're going to have to take that L for the coming year. The new God of War was supposed to be PS5 exclusive. I think the pandemic, amongst other things, played a role in them making it uh, mm-hmm. for both systems, which is just going to affect the how hard you could really lean into that PS5 hardware. So some of this pandemic, you got to take your L on that. And I'm not going to actively hold that against Sony, but it's, you know, you got to gotta be realistic and i've said this before i think the overall experience of owning a ps5 outside of yeah we haven't gotten the stress service in terms of games but in terms of just the overall system and features top notch i still think it's been worth every penny wes you can you can attest to this right you couldn't do this with the ps4 or the ps3 or when you were a kid you can clip any moment you've ever had in a game before if you have a highlight if i had a fire game of Call of Duty, I could go to the store, go grocery shopping or something, come back and still clip the last hour of content and edit it and link it to my YouTube account, have it uploaded, have it still be in high quality, send it to group chats. Uh, Being able, the Spotify integration now, where I can be playing a game and easily use my phone to link Spotify through my PlayStation, but still use group play so I can be in a PlayStation party with friends. And we can all be having a synchronized Spotify group listen party. Like that's a thing. Yeah, absolutely. When did they add that? How come I'm not uh, invited to these group listening parties? I you know. Could, wait, you can listen to music <laughs> together with people. Yeah. So Spotify has like its group listen feature, so you can set that up and where you can listen at the same time. If your uh, Spotify but not is through the your, PlayStation. If your Spotify is linked to your PlayStation, whatever you play on Spotify is going to play through the PlayStation. So you set it up on your phone have the group play, 
have it streamed through the PlayStation, and then if another person's in your party and they're doing the same thing, you're effectively listening to the same music at the same time in the party. But my point being, all of this is just things that you could not do previously on the hardware, and the fact that you can do it smoothly, quickly, no hiccups, minimal load time, to me, it's just worth every penny. Again, the Netflix and just all my streaming services being so smoothly integrated. If I want to switch to my sports, my shows, it's bigger than just a gaming console thing for me. And just being able to have all my media in one big thing in a neat bow with a bunch of extracurricular features, my four couldn't do that. My four couldn't handle that. So in that sense, I'm still very happy with the technological marvel. And they're only updating it more. They have a they updated the app now to where now you can stream your friends. You can screen watch your friends playing their PS5s on your phone. Yeah. So like Wes, you know, Mike, if you're out of town, you can just be on your phone and watch us play whatever. But it's like watching one of your favorite Twitch streamers, but worse. <laughs> yeah, but it's your friends. <laughs> so but, so but, worse. <laughs> I mean, I think I would arguably say even better because the, the, the trash talk is even more personal. <laughs> and the audience is really going to care. But so Yeah, so that kind of deals with like graphics, speed, um, the ability to, to use the hard drive because it's so fast, right? You can it can record your 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 gameplay in real time and just it can buffer it no problem and you can just like be like oh i wanted to save that mm-hmm. in the the machine's like well i've been saving for you so you're in luck um mm-hmm. the dual sense you know has sort of been hit and miss i mean i think astro whatever it was called astro's playroom clearly like took the most advantage of of the the controller um hopefully more more game makers will we've talked about that before um, is there anything that you guys are still looking forward to? Like for me on my list, I really want more games to play at the 120 hertz, even if it has to drop down in resolution a little bit. I kind of want to see like, is that going to be really cool for gameplay? I've got um, a monitor and a TV that's capable of doing 120 hertz, but none of the games I've played so far. I know I know Call of Duty can do 120 hertz, but um, it'd be nice to, to see it in other games kind of come through. Are you guys looking forward to anything? Namely, I'm I'm thinking God of War and Horizon Forbidden West, which we were all kind of hoping would be next gen exclusives. Now can't be just because it's so hard to get those consoles. I am still excited for those games. I think the level in which they're able to take advantage of the um, hardware, we'll we'll see. But I guess like immediately, I'm very excited for the Sifu game. I believe it's a next gen, the Kung Fu game. Um, but then you know again. I think even if God of War isn't fully taking advantage of the PS5, I'm very excited for that. It doesn't really answer your question. Same thing with Forbidden West. You're excited about the, that, the new games that, that, can yeah, be, that are yeah, coming out. Yeah, but we're still very far from the point where it's going to be truly taking advantage because you are kind of curtailed by having mm-hmm. it develop for last gen. Mm-hmm. So uh, thanks, Brian. This is your fault. <laughs> I love Last Jet. That's where it's at. Heathens. No, Vintage. Uh, just got to keep it up. Remember, remember the PS4 came out in, what, 2013? Something like that? 2013? Red Dead Redemption 2, one of the best games on that console. God of War, one of the best games on that console. Did not come out until like five years later. Yeah. So... What I'm excited for, Wes, I don't know what this game is. It might be a totally new IP. I don't know what this game is going to be. But in maybe even two, three years from now, this game might not even start developing, right? Mm -hmm. This might just be a brainchild right now. But there's going to be a fire game that's going to be made only for the PS5 hardware. And it's going to be 
years down the line enough to where they've really got a better understanding. And I don't know what it's going to look like or what the ceiling of that game is, but it's going to be fire because every generation has had one. PS2 has had it. PS3's had it. PS4's have it. But it's always the swan song. So even though I'm kind of looking big far ahead, I'm really excited for whatever the PS5 Savannah swan song is. is ambiguously excited about something five years away. <laughs> This, this that he's is, never no, even heard no, of doesn't this even is the exist. high no, quality be, analysis no, but it's because every no but like <laughs> serious like uh okay like the ps2 was you know it was uh, it came out in like 01 the, the, the visuals on god of war 2 one of my favorite ps2 games ever wasn't until damn near when the three came out so when i got my ps2 i would have never known just how good it's gonna get and that's where we're just at that stage with the five so and it's happened every gen. So, you know, you just got to. It's not like it's it's not like I don't have a there's not a track record of this. So y'all not going to look at me like I'm tripping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might. All right. It's obviously too early to make a call, but that's not the name of our show. We're confidently wrong. So at this point for all of you is Xbox Series X or is PS5 King of the Hill, the console hill right now. Savon, where do you stand? The five in terms of the features and just the usability, but I ain't gonna lie, man. Xbox, they got Halo that's supposed to be shaking it up. They got the Elder Scrolls series. They mm-hmm. they got some heavy hitter exclusives. You mm-hmm. know? Like if I had the money, I would get an Xbox for Halo and Elder Scrolls. Like that's kind of where I'm at with it. Mike? I've said this from the beginning. I think more so in this generation than any other generation, these two exist independently of each other. Um I think, you know, you go way back to what we talked about with BK in terms of the usability of the Xbox and kind of how they made a lot of design choices, um, not only with hardware and the way it functions, but with the Game Pass, things like that, that it's really pick up and Game pick Pass up and is play. a huge, that's a huge thing, man. I looked at some friend of the show, Alan, has Game Pass. They have a, a bunch of good stuff on there. It's also a lot of junk, to be fair. I think largely it's the same quality of games that we get with the, the free PlayStation Plus games. All this to say, I think this generation more than ever, it's it's been it's a good time to have both. I think the consoles really aim to do separate things. I think the first year, like exclusives, you know, um, first party games are just way better on um the ps5 I'll, I'll die on that hill but i also think the way xbox is you know so friendly right now to casual play to really just making it accessible i it's hard to say which one's better i think now is a good time to have both mm. That's interesting, though, because it's so expensive. It's not actually for casual gamers, right? Like, you're not casually going to be dropping $600. Well, no, the cheaper one's time, like, $300. Oh, okay. Well, Xbox yeah, is Yeah, the, le- the less powerful one. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. counting that one. You're right. You're yeah. right on that one for sure. Brian, do you have do you have a a, a, a stake in this? Do you, do you think that yeah, one of them has taken a lead yet? Um. The, the true king of the hill is the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> the Nintendo Switch. Oh, Get out of come here. Come on. Get out of here. Come on. I just want to play games whenever I can and wherever I am. And that's the Nintendo Switch. And I can't wait for all these games to be ported to that console. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for completely rejecting You're the premise welcome. of the question. Cyberpunk 2077 on Nintendo Switch. I can't wait. Sign me up. <laughs> I'll play it all the time in bed. Kyle will be old enough to buy it by then. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
Uh, I think I think PS5 is probably right now the king of the hill, but I do think Xbox having Game Pass, Xbox having um, a little bit better probably interface, like the just the user interface that you're using. Um, it, it'll tell you if your t- like what your TV's running. The PS5 kind of hides some of that stuff. Um, I don't actually know if. Oh, and and like PS5 having a slightly smaller hard drive, PS5 not enabling the external hard drive um, until much later, like a year later, it just and the just got activated. Dolby Vision. Yeah, um, there's no Dolby Vision right now, um, and not. I don't even know if there's like real HDR gaming or something like that. It's it, it's just technologically, it seems like Xbox kind of managed to hit the targets, and PS5 is trying to like build them in sort of after the fact. I think that part hurts it a little bit, but. You know, having Ratchet played Ratchet and Clank, which was just a ton of fun, uh, being able to do the clips. I mean, my YouTube channel now is just like a thousand, like 150 clips of like Apex Legends from me. I don't even watch, you know, I'll go back and watch some of them. Nobody watches them, but I have fun putting them up. Um, PS5, I think so far has been the king of the hill. But like Savon said, with Halo coming down the line, um, Forza just dropped uh, about a week ago. I'm going to talk to BK about that and get his thoughts on it. Like, that game looks beautiful like and it you know cars are a great mm-hmm. way to show off what what a system can do so mm-hmm. pretty cool Wes, one one thing we gotta remind ourselves and i have to i ground myself with this with the casuals i know people will buy a system just for one series and be okay with that and if you got a series that people want and it's a big one that that could prop your whole system up right off the bat like that elder scrolls acquisition is big there are people who still play skyrim now so if you can give them an Elder Scrolls game that's just like, bam, you just got like a 10-year customer just like that. I think that's hard to sleep on, man. Like a lot of the big games now, crossplay is a norm these days. So that's not really something that's gatekeeping no more. If you want to play Call of Duty, Apex, Fortnite, it don't matter what system you want. So the exclusives, bro, that's going to be what decides this. But I think that's why the four of us are sort of more leaning towards PS5 because... The games that we we've played in the past, like The Last of Us, like Horizon Forbidden West or Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, all of those are showing up on PS5 and they're not going to end up on Xbox. So mm-hmm. I think well, that's I'm why we're Elder that Scrolls, way. So that might, yeah. you know, for me, that's a that's a big, big. I might get, I, yeah. And if my friends get Halo, I might get an Xbox. Just I, I, I don't get an Xbox and Halo a, and Elder Scrolls. I don't think you need to worry about an Elder Scrolls game coming out anytime soon. <laughs> That's, you'll, that's, get, you'll get Skyrim on PS6 before you get a new Elder Scrolls game. <laughs> hey, with my eyes, I do it. <laughs> All right, friends. Uh, do you want to wrap it up there? We can save Savon starting five for the next one. Um, I think this is a good place okay. to, to, to mm-hmm. tie a little bow on it. Um, friends, I had a good time doing this show. I hope you guys did too. I hope you guys had a good time listening to the four of us just kind of chop it up and be silly and be stupid. It's been fun. Um, hit us up on our socials. Uh, Mike is going to be dropping a headliner probably or some cool memes. I don't know. Mike is very good at the social medias. At confidently underscore pod. Later. Bye. Bye. Whack. Your turkey, (laughs) whack. Cranberry, (laughs) whack. Dinner rolls, whack. Do you have your bell? No. That cranberry sauce. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go with the Riley f- rant, and then Wes is just going to spend all his Thanksgiving just editing F bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>